Hey there, everybody. This is a long overdue podcast. I'm Ben. This is Clydette. And this is our podcast, The Things That We Tell Each Other. We have been lacking on telling each other things because I got <laughs> a bunch of messages about where's the latest episode. And I think, you know what happened? Our friends who are so supportive, we spoiled them because we were trying to drop one in the middle of the week and one at the end of the week. Right. Well, we spoiled them with the surprise middle of the week one. Yeah. But it yeah. was like a real honor that people actually noticed that we had not dropped one in a couple days. Yeah. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. I was thinking of like five things I wanted to <laughs> tell you right in that moment. Uh-huh. Um, the first thing I wanted to tell you is I watched... The most adorable, cheesy, so cheesy. Mm -hmm. The only thing I was missing at five this morning yeah. was a bottle of wine to go with the amount of cheese. <laughs> and it wasn't even a Hallmark movie, which are famous for being cheesy. It was yeah. on Prime Video, uh -huh. and it's from 2019. Oh, way back. And it's called A Very British Christmas. Mm. And... It was in England, filmed in England, my, you know, soon-to-be home. <laughs> okay. When I move. Uh-huh. Just you? Just me. Mm-hmm. Because you've already said you won't, you won't go, so it'll be a long-distance relationship, which doing the podcast is going to be a little problematic mm -hmm. if I'm in the UK. But anyway, it was an adorable movie, and for those of you that have Prime Video, look it up. A Very British Christmas 2019 very wholesome, mm -hmm. so we, you know that kind of you know, I got on my nerves. And folks, for some reason, she felt the need to lean forward into the table to tell me about this. Yeah, because I got excited. I'm kind of curious to see what, like, what's going to come now. Well, I was really excited. <laughs> I got excited, but it was it's corny and it advertises okay. international. Uh -huh. It said international children's favorite romantic, but. This time of year, I I, ha I take a break from all my my murder shows because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel. I have noticed, yeah, you've gone less on the murder shows. It doesn't feel right mm -hmm. when I'm looking over at Santa and Frosty, and there's like bludgeoning in the Texas killing fields. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Although it does look like there's a action slash shoot 'em up Santa film coming out. No, thank you. Mm. No, no, that's, those are two genres that should not mix <laughs> for me, personally. But this movie, while I was watching it at five in the morning, because I've been having this insomnia problem. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you noticed. It's, have you noticed? Yes. I, okay, I want you to act like you notice, because first thing, <laughs> you don't notice, because you sleep, you would sleep, if we were back in Iraq and it was another war, mm -hmm. you would sleep. So, like, the, you don't notice. Mm -hmm. But I've been making maybe four hours, like okay. arm, army hours. And I get up, and all I think about are Christmas movies. Okay. It's all I can think about. I cannot get my little sweatshirt on and my little slippers fast enough to get out to the living room to search. Because here's what people don't understand. It's about the hunt. Mm -hmm. There's a hunt involved. You have to find the right... <laughs> If you go into Netflix right now, four of them are two minutes in. Uh -huh. I'm not going back to one of them. Not oh. one of them. Because I got two minutes in. Mm -hmm. 
and they didn't get me. They didn't get me. Not even a little bit? Four of them. Wow. And they all feature snow. Mm. Not hooked, so I was out. So you say they didn't feature snow, or they were featuring snow, mm -hmm. like normally that would hook you. That would hook me. Right. The promo, the way the advertisement looks, mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. Two of the four are 2022. The mm -hmm. other two are between 18 and 2022. Mm -hmm. No. Two minutes in, out. I was like, this isn't... Mm -mm. You weren't even going to give it a chance? No. Well, I know right away. I know right away as soon as they start talking. Oh. And, and I'm, I'm about Hallmark. Mm -hmm. people, people laugh because they can't believe I love the Hallmark. I watch the Hallmark Channel basically once a year. Mm -hmm. And when I was pet sitting for my very good friend, Kate, mm -hmm. I was really, I had a lot of anxiety for some reason watching her babies. And I was so scared something was going to happen, <laughs> like when Mac fell in the pool. Yeah. And the, they, it was soothing because they would sit and watch the Hallmark Channel with me. And it was the only thing that would soothe them because they missed their mommy so bad. Right. They missed mommy so bad and it broke my heart. And they were looking for her. But when I put on the Hallmark Channel or sang to them, mm -hmm. they would just sit with me. But the Hallmark Channel coupled with what our house looks like right now is where, is where it's at. It's where it's all at, huh? Mm hmm Okay. Why so, don't you tell the people? It looks like... Christmas entered our home and vomited Christmas joy all over our house. That's a horrific... I thought that was pretty good. It was pretty descriptive, no? It's horrific description, yeah. <laughs> huh. I prefer my, it looks like when you walk in the door, I could give you a How about basket. This one? Wait, could give you a basket and you could go shopping for Christmas decor. I mean, that's accurate. It is accurate. How about... It looks like Christmas joy from afar. Because you can see our house from across. Like, so you enter into our development. You're going to make a couple turns. Mm -hmm. And then you make it to us. Like, into one turn, you look up and you know that it's our apartment. Yep. You see Santa. You mm -hmm. see blue icicles twinkling. Yep. Twinkling. And then in the back are the old-fashioned lights mm -hmm. that make up the back of the porch wall. And then our seven-and-a-half-foot tree in the window. Yeah, mm -hmm. which has got traditional bubble lights, but then also it's it goes back between beautiful white mm -hmm. and color. Mm -hmm. Beautiful white, because I couldn't decide on either. Because color would look beautiful with our apartment colors, but the white, oh my gosh, the white just makes me feel like I'm home. <laughs> but it's a big deal, and... Uh, another good friend of mine who I love with all my heart, her name is Becky, and she's going through a really tough time with her husband, and I love yeah. her so much. Mick is really sick, and they've been really going through it. She touched me so much. She asked me yesterday, when are you guys going to... And I didn't even know she listened to this. Yeah, I didn't either. I had no clue. She's like, when are you guys going to do another podcast? I was talking to her last night to catch up and see how Mick <laughs> is doing. And I told her, well, we got to do it soon. She said, you guys need to talk about the holidays. And then she just started chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> because she What knows. was the chuckle about? I think because she she knows me enough to know yeah. that I have a problem. Right. Like, I'm, I don't hide it from people mm -hmm. that over half of the storage unit is just holiday bins. Mm -hmm. You're being Ma generous with half. Okay. Mainly Christmas. Yep. And you went back and forth, yeah. up and down well, three flights. Before we go into that, we're skipping a holiday. 
Hmm. We haven't talked about Thanksgiving. I, you know, I know. The, the, <laughs> the only thing I want to say is we had such a beautiful Thanksgiving, but normally I don't care about it. I see no purpose in it. I, I it, it irritates me that everybody wants to pay homage to this one day. Christmas is a season. Mm-hmm. Christmas starts after the trick-or-treaters go to bed. Right. That's when Christmas starts. Okay. When all the trick-or-treaters go home with their sugar high and their parents want to kill themselves, that's when Christmas begins. <laughs> okay? okay? Thanksgiving is pointless. However, we had a beautiful Thanksgiving. We did. With my sister Annette and mm-hmm. my beautiful niece Amara. And we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they left Sunday. Mm-hmm. I cried for 90 minutes after they left. At least. And Amara, Annette said Amara cried a lot on the way home. And that broke my heart because I remember mm-hmm. leaving my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And we would cry till we made ourselves sick. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I can share that kind of magic where this little baby's sad to leave me, it, it does, I don't delight in her sorrow. Right. I delight in the fact that we have a connection that it bothers her when it breaks, when we have to go distance. Right. But it was a wonderful Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You did an outstanding freaking job on the turkey. So tell the people how you do your turkey every year. So I, I how long have I been doing this? Many years. You it, think 10? Most of our marriage. So, yeah, I typically will grill... Our turkey and people always look at me kind of weird when I say that. I don't. I don't mean smoke it. I mean I grill it. <laughs> Why were you laughing? I what just, was funny about I that? I like how professional your face got. Like <laughs> you went from like jolly, let's talk about my wife's obsession to holidays to serious face about the turkey. But when when we say grill, tell the people how long the average turkey takes on a grill. Six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you check it. Every 30 minutes. Way more than I would baste it in the oven. Mm -hmm. And this is hilarious. So this is the first, our second Thanksgiving in an apartment, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful apartment. Mm -hmm. We are so lucky to live in such a beautiful apartment. Because I I never would have thought I would love being in an apartment, especially leaving a three-story house to come here. So when we say grill people, we can't have a grill yeah, so this is not, they don't allow grills on our porch. Right. Fire so, hazard. Right. Which yeah, that makes sense. So I have to go like make all the turns to get to the front of the complex where the grills are. So, I mean it's I mean I, I'm talking like that is super far. It's like a block. When it's like a block, right? Yeah, it's a little more, but it's it's a block and a not half. too bad. Right. But but here I want to tell the people about a marital conflict <laughs> that occurred last Thanksgiving. Yeah. But but I want you to tell the people why you believe we had a fight about the grill. Well why? it was over the luck. Yeah. But why do you believe I wanna hear your I don't know version. if I wanna do this right now. I, I do. <laughs> I, I wanna hear your version. That was kind of aggressive. It was aggressive, but you're used to it. <laughs> I wanna hear about why you believe I was upset and my sister this year thought it would be funny yeah. to say, are you going to get mad at him again? Because she was also here last year. Yeah. Are you going to get mad at him again about the grill? And I was like, ha, 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 that's funny. Shut up. Right. 
So what do you? What was my request? To lock it. Okay. So when we say lock the grill, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to use a chain, uh-huh. like a Ebenezer screws chain. That well, I didn't have to do that, but it was what was readily available at the time. Yes. So a yeah. chain. You used a chain and a padlock. Yep. Now the people are thinking, <laughs> why would he have to lock the grill? That's what I was thinking at the time. At the time, I. I I obviously am a lover of people. Yeah. And I as right now I am a clinical supervisor of a team of therapists who do in-home therapy. Mm-hmm. So I I work with a lot of people and I love people and I love diversity and unity. But if there's anything being on this earth has taught me for 47 years, people will steal anything. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. In fact, five nights ago, with two sheriffs living here, with their sheriff vehicles in the parking lot, kids came through drunk mm-hmm. and started just randomly opening car doors and taking whatever loose change, if somebody left their whatever in the car, they took it. Mm-hmm. And a neighbor of ours told us about it because he chased them off and said, look, do not leave your car unlocked. Which, also, don't leave your car unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> but you and I got into a fight last year because in true Ben fashion, leading up to Thanksgiving, I kept saying, did you get the lock? Did you get the lock? I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Family's here. Turkey is all decorate Because he does it. Guys, he does it from... He doesn't just go... Like some men, oh, I grilled the turkey. So the little lady's going to prep it. No. No. There's a full like orchestrated prep and if you dare say anything to him like hey i got an extra season this year are you interested in poultry season <laughs> he's offended you can see his face he's like i this is my thing can you stay out of this thing and it involves turkey stock chicken stock melted butter yeah multiple se- so many seasonings that when he leaves to take it for its initial you know, placement in the grill. Mm-hmm. I have to get the vacuum out to vacuum up the, <laughs> the seasoned shrapnel. Yeah. So we got into a little heated argument uh-huh. in front of my sister, which was, <laughs> I mean, I want to say I was embarrassed, but I probably wasn't at the time. And, <laughs> you know, because we, at last minute, we don't have the lock. Right. So then but I, I also had, kind of felt like we didn't need the lock. That was the problem. But see, this is what irritates me. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter how you felt about it. Mm-hmm. The plan was mm-hmm. to have a lock, but also we had agreed in this particular scenario. Yeah. I was right, and we probably should lock it because it it, it doesn't matter if somebody walks up and smelling that mm-hmm. the way you prepare it. Mm-hmm. If somebody walk goes to, because here in Florida, guys, they're going to the pool on Thanksgiving morning, okay? Yeah, there are people at the pool this time. Yeah, they got Last a margarita in their little sippy cup for us to all think is water, mm-hmm. and they will go to the pool on Thanksgiving morning. So all these people down by the pool smelling that <laughs> Ben delicious. You could smell it pulling up too, yeah. So I, this year though, oof, I could smell it when you were coming up the stairs. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, this year there was. A couple of guys that were grilling on the other grill when we went out there to to pick it up. What were they grilling? The standard or no? It was, I think it was chicken. Like mm, it was a bunch okay. of like little chicken pieces. Shake it up. And 
they looked at me kind of weird when, when I pulled up to the grill and started putting in the combo for the bike lock. <laughs> so were you, were the, because you were wrong last year to not have it to the last minute and that's mm-hmm. what led to the fight. So the consequence was you suffering through the fight because, it, and it was, I, I mean, I got heat. I was like, <laughs> I lost my mind. I was like, what do you mean you don't have it? And also he's like, well, I guess I got to go out. And I'm like, was- I, one of the first things that Annette brought up when she first got here was, was she asked you if you were going to give me a hard time about the lock yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, but 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 just like a teenager, he had the nerve, people, to say, well, what am I going to do? I don't have it now. I said, you're going to go get it. Yeah. And he left and he got it and he came back and he had a chain mm-hmm. that looked like we could pull a boat with it. Probably could. And a giant lock. Mm-hmm. Now, this year... You had a bike lock, which mm-hmm. I thought was ingenious because it has the long, right. like the the hoop thing, yeah. so it would go over the grill handle, yeah. and it was a combo sitch. Yeah. And I, so being honest, you didn't want to do the lock because you were worried about being embarrassed if someone saw you fiddling with a lock at a no, grill. Fine, I just told them like I've had this here all day. I didn't want anybody to take it. And what they say? They laughed. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so at first they're like, this dude be crazy. Yep. But then you yeah. explain your rationale. Did they know? Well, when I opened it, too, and they saw that it was, because I think they were expecting, like. Two hamburgers and a hot right. dog. Like, why is he locking up a grill to cook hamburgers? Yeah. And then I open it up, and there's a giant turkey in it. And I want to say this, too, because people don't, <laughs> I want people to get the right idea. We have, we've given money to the homeless. My car has been vandalized. And I remember when my car was vandalized, they took everything, including my Bible. This was when I was in ministry. Mm-hmm. They took my Bible with my name on it. So good luck pawning that because mm-hmm. you're not going to find someone else with the name Clyde at Leone. I challenge you, little thieves. Also, good luck pawning a Bible. Uh, trust me. But I remember at the time when I was super, you know, super fanatical i was like well that means that they needed the scriptures (laughs) but i was pissed that they took my wallet and everything else yeah it's not about that they would have stolen it because if you're going to steal it maybe you need that turkey and i get that and i have compassion for that Mm -hmm. it was that my sister and her child were here right and i was so scared that if it was stolen yeah i would have nothing to feed them but stuffing potatoes you know, all the fixings, because right. I do all the sides, right. which frees me up so nicely because mm-hmm. you've got the turkey going. So it's not that I would be mad that someone stole it, because it, maybe they need it. It's that I would have nothing for my sister, and that would just broke my heart. Right. But it, it, it's an amazing experience. You go down there. The last two times, you've had to slow it down because you were waiting on me, which is odd because we try to get our timing in mm-hmm. sync so that everything is done at once it worked out perfectly yeah but again and i'm sad about this and next year we're doing something very differently mm. i am giving away more leftovers we took a plate to our friend kate and we needed to give away twice that because there are single young people living in this building <laughs> that probably didn't go wherever but i here i thought i'm i threw away leftovers so i'm not happy about that it's fine but anyway, the holidays are upon us. The house is decorated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to probably attend a therapy session or two to deal with the not having any snow. Um, but that's going to pass because as soon as January hits and I'm living in Florida in January, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like living the dream. It's just getting through Christmas it, when I just have to get through Christmas. Right. And it's not like we always got snow yeah. in Harrisburg. Right. But last year. 
the universe knew it was yeah, a, we did not actually, last no, year. Two years ago. Two, yeah. our, our final Christmas, the universe must have knew that we were going to be saying goodbye because we, yeah. had, we had snowfall on Christmas Eve, but it didn't stick, but it coated. Yeah. It was beautiful. What were you going to say? I don't even know. Well, you look like you were going to say something smart about the snow because I know you're a hater. No, I wasn't going to say anything. How, how dare you, too, because <laughs> I could not believe we were having a conversation with somebody, uh-huh. and I could not believe that the following came out of your mouth. <laughs> I was talking about my, my issue. I have an emotional, seasonal depression when it comes to, like, the snow. And you were like, well, she never had to shovel. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I did shovel. It's just I, you were always very good about getting out there, and mm-hmm. you were always leaving at oh, dark hundred. Mm-hmm. So you would always shovel and scrape off my car, which I think is so sweet. Mm-hmm. But when you, like, I was like, you holding on to some resentment? <laughs> like, what the hell's going on with that comment? I was, like, shocked. I was like... It's not that I never shoveled. It's that you usually had it done. Yeah, that's valid. And you would do our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And you would do the house that we were attached to when we rented a house in Harrisburg mm-hmm. before we got the big house. You would do the landlords. Yep. So, but I'm going to miss that. But I think it's okay. Um, we're going to get through it and January is going to be... And today we had, you know, we had drinks on the water and it's, it's the eve of it December. Was- it was a chilly 77. Yeah. Yeah. I was freezing when it, it dropped to 55. And, and yeah. Becky, our friend, is like, she's acclimating. And I'm like, oh, my God. Don't I was like laughing. So. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a weird sci-fi. She's acclimating. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about the process of the decorating right is that what was the next topic just kind of what our friends asked me to ask you because you you and i aren't allowed to discuss things before this podcast okay and my friends that listen to the podcast thank you you're so gracious three people that don't know each other nor do they live in the same area let alone state Mm -hmm. said the same question you need to ask Ben on the podcast, what is it like for him to live through the actual process of me getting us fully decorated for Christmas, yeah. specifically? Because we do every, I do every holiday. So other than the first part of it, I kind of love it. Interesting. What, were you expecting a different answer? I have no idea what you were going to say, but I would like some clarification on the first part. So, so the first part was... Three chit, three trips to our storage, packing the car full. A Kia Soul. Which surprisingly fits a lot. It fits a lot. Yeah. Like, you know how many bodies we could put in that car? That's an interesting direction to go. All right. Go ahead. It's very mafia of you. Mm-hmm. Name's Leone. <laughs> so, but, so, Wait a second. No. Didn't you have an uncle? Weren't you telling me that you had an uncle? That said to you, like not an uncle, it was like a distant cousin that was telling you the reason why he buyed or buyed bought buyed certain cars. The caddy was, was yeah. the the trunk space. It was a distant cousin. I think he was messing <laughs> with me, and it was I was real young, and we were in New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, visiting family from New York, and it was like yeah. a distant cousin of a cousin. I don't even know if he's a real cousin. They called him cousin. And yes, um, it seems like a very mafia thing. I was little, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know why I buy the the big trunk right and i'm like no because i'm like look he's like 
you can fit more people back there. You know what I'm saying, kid? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and my mom is like, get away from her. <laughs> and I was oddly curious about, Yeah. that sounds like a profession I could you know, grow into. Mm-hmm. But So tell the people, you're going to the storage, you're filling the Kia, and then you're walking up three flights. Three flights of stairs. Tell the fun fact about Florida. Buildings that are three flights or less, no elevator. Right. You have to have a fourth floor. Right. And when we arrived with that U-Haul, the, 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 the U-Haul one size down from a semi, yeah. I assumed... And we know what we say about assumptions. (laughs) Surely there's an elevator in a three-story. Right. No. And my friend just laughed at me. He's like, nope. Yeah. It's four floors or higher. Yeah. So I carried up three carloads of trunks and boxes. Heavy trunks. Yep. But please also tell the people, in my defense, all kidding aside... If I was to lift that right now, yeah, no, I'm I'd not, end up hospitalized. I'm battling, I'm battling some major yeah. neck and back issues. But then I, you basically did everything else. I know. And I was paying for it. I yeah. was, so once you get the trunks in the house, you're done. That seems oversimplistic. No. I, I mean, yeah, I'm you're right. It sort of is. I'm happy to announce you're done. Yeah. Because you've already done the heavy lifting, if right. you will. Plus, I don't know... I am terrified, maybe terrified isn't you the right be, word. You should be, because I know what you're going to say. We're terrified of, like, placing something somewhere. Because I'll kick you in your stomach no. or beat you in your face? Like, what will I do? Well, yeah, you would probably murder me. Murder? No, Not, no. that's what I'm saying. Terrified is the wrong word. But I don't want to... I don't know where things go. Is it fair to say it's not a gift of yours? To decorate? Yeah, because I go down to the way the bead yeah. is glistening off the night light <laughs> through the window pane, okay? I change every battery. Yeah. I refill every candle, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I knew from growing up in PA not to pack candles and store them, mm-hmm. but Christmas slipped through the hooks because Christmas, the cracks rather, Christmas was already packed when we left Harrisburg. Yep. So when I opened up there these trunks. Some interesting shaped candles. Shaped, interesting. <laughs> some of them were a little like, we can't show those candles to small children. Yeah. Like they had taken on, you know, kind of R-rated shapes. Mm. But they melted. And, and then the candles that were in the actual glass, like from Bath and Body, they yeah. actually boiled. Oh. They had They had... Uh, craters like the moon mm-hmm. where the wax had boiled and the, they were bubbling. Oh, cool. It was kind of scary to think about how mm. hot it gets in the storage units. Oh, no, I know exactly how hot it gets. Yeah, because you were in the storage <laughs> units. I, I hate I hate to pull a, like a squirrel moment, but I watched the best video <laughs> when I couldn't sleep last night. This dude... With a $150,000 vehicle, uh-huh. left his baby, his tiny fur baby, in oh. the car in Florida. And this senior citizen came walking along on a, like on one of the push, crank, the push, um, what am, word am I looking for? The walker. The walker, thank you. He sees this. It's not an arranged video. It's all real because you see the police come and everything. Yeah. Picks up this Florida boulder. Smashes. What it makes it a Florida boulder? Like it would look like sea to, rock. 
a Pennsylvania like, boulder? Yeah, because you're not going to see stuff that looks like sea rock. It has oh. shells yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Threw it through the That's window. a good description. I like it. Thank you. Threw it through the window opposite of the dog. Pulls the dog out. The dog is drenched in sweat. So now I'm ready to kill someone. I'm I ready to kill. Dogs don't sweat. No, this dog was covered. Mm. He was, he was, something made his um, hair appear white. <laughs> and what <laughs> she just gave me a really naughty gesture i, I don't everybody. know what you're, you're so argumentative today i'm like i'm the one that saw the video the dog was saturated yeah they revived it they got it watered the police came uh-huh. and took the dog from him Ooh, good but anyway it was just it just happened so if my candles boil yeah you leave your dog in the leave your dog in a car and watch what I do to your car. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before. I already know the pros, the protocol and everything. You just have to take a picture of the dog first yep. or the child, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you can break the window or bust the windshield. What I'm going to do is break every window, the windshield, and slash all the tires. Then <laughs> I don't know if slashing the tires is <laughs> legal I'll, in that scenario, hey, sweetie. It's in the protocol. <laughs> Speaking of violence, though. Oh. If if is there anything else you'd like to tell the people about the process before I tell you something else that's just on my mind? But is the process for you? You love when it's, it's done. It's fascinating to watch you. You get super excited when you unpack it, and then and I, it's also fascinating for you to like. Oh yeah, I got this. Like you've never seen it before. I and you shop. do that with like most of our most of it. So like you're like a little kid mm-hmm. getting to unpack your Christmas stuff, and it's like you just walk around with stuff and you just find like the perfect spot for it. And then I appreciate just that. about the time I think you're done, you do like one last like look around and then you switch everything. That's very accurate. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, ooh, I think we got it. We're done. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, you're like you've looked around. And something's off. And I gotta, something's off mm-hmm. and you switch everything around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I shop our own home. Yeah. As my influencer friend, <laughs> Lindsay, says. I shop my own Christmas stuff. Yeah. And sometimes I do. I will open up a bin and I'll be like, because you brought a bin this year that you didn't bring up the stairs last year. And mm-hmm. it was like. I brought way more stuff this time. Oh, joy. I found stuff that we didn't <laughs> have in our own house. This year, you know, yep. so it was like shopping again. And just for the for so everybody can keep track of it, I've already lost track of the new Christmas stuff for this year. Here's why I and don't... we made some more purchases today. I did notice that. Yeah, and here's, here, <laughs> here's why I don't. I used to be worried that I needed to account like a good little wifey, baby. I'm buying this this year. Is it in the budget? The I reason I stopped caring yeah. is because you didn't friggin' notice if it was old or new. So why should we have a dialogue is about... Is this a fun little game we play? I don't know if it's like a good wife, bad wife situation. It's not fun for me anymore because you don't even know. <laughs> you don't know is that new or is that why from is the it? year we were... The only thing you know that's from the year we were married is the ornament that says our first Christmas. <laughs> Anything else in this house, you have no timeline. Why did the New York accent come out oh, during I, that? It just happens. It happens when I get aggressive. It happens when I get aggressive. I do need to say this, though. I am proud of one little fun fact. And I, we're going to video this. But, you know, I do the village. The It's a Wonderful Life village. Mm-hmm. Now, my mom, I, I have to say, and then we're going to have to take a fake commercial. My mom, my, I want to take these commercials seriously. I don't know what happens. Anyway, um, 
We get like a penny an episode. <laughs> okay, so we're living the dream. We're, so a hundred of these commercials, I can go and get one Dollar Tree Christmas item. Yeah. But anyway, no, it's a dollar twenty-five now. Mm. It's a Wonderful Life was one of the greatest Christmas movies ever filmed of all time. It was my mom's favorite. She always had a breakdown at the end. She always cried. Yeah. I think a lot of it was her depression. She loved that movie. She bought The Village. Mm-hmm. The Village, I forget. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I forget which store ever. Maybe back then it was Kmart. Now you try to get this stuff on eBay, it's $100 a structure. Right. We do not have all of them mm-hmm. because some of them were broken by, I think, one of my sister's knobhead ex-boyfriends. Mm. And, um, But I'm proud of this because we've got the theater, the little place, the barbershop, yep. the banking and loan. But then when you go to the far side of the counter, it's the Bailey's house. And I came up with this idea. Instead of a white light. Mm-hmm. I ordered on Amazon the flickering lights. Mm. So when you look at the Bailey's house, it looks like a fire is burning in it. And I got to tell you, the joy that overcomes me at four in the morning when I can't sleep, when I turn on the village and little Bailey's house looks like a little fire flickering inside, I can't take it. I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Of course, with Amazon, I had to buy 90 of these bulbs. So, like, I don't know. But on that <laughs> note, we should take a commercial break to advertise flickering lights on Amazon. Right. That's not what the advertisement is. All right. But Amazon, if you want to pay us some monies, that would be great. Dear God, please. So who are we? Who is the advertisement for? Spotify. So you do it every time. No, I was so close. I felt like that really was right. Anchor. There you go. Yay. You got it. Throw the anchor. (laughs) Throw the anchor. All right. We're back from break. I'm sure it was riveting for everybody. Please make sure we get some monies. That would be nice. I have no desire to bring us back in from this said commercial, but uh-huh. you always ask me if I want to. Yeah. I like the way you bring us in, too, from the beginning. Uh-huh. And and you used to do all the emailing and all the av- you know all the advertising and stuff like that. I don't I don't enjoy that uh-huh. part of it. But you're really good at it, and I'm really proud of you <laughs> for doing it. Why are you laughing? I'm serious. That's mm-hmm. a serious compliment. So one of the things I do love about the way we're doing the podcast this time, not only is it a comedy and a lot lighthearted and not so heavy as our mm-hmm. last podcast, is that we don't plan it, but we also, things come up that are important to us. And something happened to me this morning that mm-hmm. I felt like I really want to talk about. Now, it doesn't really go with what we've discussed thus far, other than the fact that I did want to become violent on you when you forgot to buy the lock for the turkey. Mm. I want to talk about something that's been out of the news for a while, which has resurfaced. And it happened with one of my most favorite human beings in the world, Mm. Trevor Noah. Mm. He is a god. He is a genius. No, he's a god. He's literally a god. Okay. He is a genius. He is hilarious mm-hmm. and he really should be the next president in the United States of America for sure mm-hmm. but he can't be you know mm-hmm. so he interviewed I think he could be a governor though I don't know how that works so I don't know if he I th- because he Schwarzenegger was a governor true but just, I think I remember it's like that's as high as he could go because he wasn't born correct in the USA right as Bruce Springsteen says he interviewed 
Will Smith mm-hmm. for the first official interview. Now, Will Smith, since mm-hmm. the infamous, infamous, infamous? Say, thank you, mm-hmm. slap of Chris Rock during mm-hmm. the Emmys, that the slap heard around the world <laughs> that shut the whole world down yeah. with the opinions and the, and the fighting and the yelling and the people were calling for him for the death penalty. Yeah. People were also you know, saying he needed to go to jail. He had not given an official talk interview. He made a statement on video about his feelings and early on, probably because his PR guy was like, you need to say something because it's been a couple of weeks since you went to anger management summer camp and all that stuff. Right. But Trevor Noah, who has known Will Smith for quite some time, has a way of interviewing people and talking with people. But what I want to say to you, and then I want to hear what you have to think. Mm-hmm. I haven't of, seen this interview. But out of everything that was discussed, Trevor Noah said, I've known you for a long time. I know that what happened that night is not who you are. The people, and he pointed to the audience, they don't know you like I know you. Mm-hmm. So they were doubly shocked because they just know you as the mega million movie star comedian who has spent more time famous than not, meaning most of his life, the majority of his life, he has been a celebrity. He came to fame as a young man and has been famous. Trevor said, they don't know you like I know you. Mm -hmm. What shocked me, and he said, I'm not going to lie, it was effed up. It was really effed up what you did, but he said the whole thing. He said, what was shocking is I know you. And it's not you. And I don't want you to be defined by one bad moment Mm -hmm. because that is not who you are. So my question to you is, what are your thoughts on defining someone's life and career by one moment? And does it matter that that moment included a violent act towards, you know, a fellow black man, when all the racists love to talk about black on black crime, black on right. black crime. So there were so many injustices <clears throat> done to the people in the stands, the people, meaning the people at the Emmys, the, 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 the Serena and Venus's father, who he mm-hmm. was getting the Emmy for, and the, right. and the life story that was just shattered by him smacking Chris in the face, mm-hmm. his wife, his children, Chris's family, Chris's does one bad moment define us? Let me give you a counter question. Mm-hmm. Does it depend on the action? It would have to because what I was going to clarify and, clarify and say is if you murder someone, mm-hmm. that moment is going to define you for the rest of your life. Like right. this bullshit of Casey Anthony and her stupid documentary on Peacock. I'll have nothing to do with this because she murdered her child. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. That mo- She tried to say in the documentary she shouldn't be defined by that. Yes, she should. You're a murderer. Right. And you deserve to be in prison. So it was an act of violence. It wasn't murder. Right. I, I, I kind of have... It's tough, isn't it? Yes. Because... Here's what I keep flashing back to in that moment. I keep flashing back to, number one, they were just words. Like, he took he took a violent action to 
Words. Words. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know. That was, to me, I mean, granted, I work in retail. You people, hear words a lot. People say words to me all the time. Yes, they're not nice, but. And sometimes it was your boss. They're just words. Who cares? You got to shrug it off. Number two, within that statement, as a A-list celebrity, going to an event like that, you have to know that they're going to have some jokes made about them. Oh, and when you know that the host is a comedian, right? Exactly. So, and like, it's historically that always so you're telling that me, way. Like, you're not prepared for that. I don't then think he was. My like the other thing I keep flashing back to. Well, this is interesting because he's been made fun of. Like jokes have been made towards him and his family at pretty much every award show. That so was part of not? why he said things were building. But again, they're just words. Two. It was a long walk <laughs> for him to get up, walk to Chris Rock, get on stage. Yep. And then that long walk to get to Chris Rock once he was on stage. He had a lot of time to decide not to do that. That's right. That's right. So that's kind of my problem in this, because we're, we're speaking about this incident specifically. Yes. And he could have even done something comedic if he had calmed down from the chair right. to... I th- arm's length of Chris right. Rock. And I think he acted out of embarrassment because he if you look at the videos, there is a video, there's an angle that catches him laughing at the joke. And then Jada makes it. And then contact, he looks yeah. over at his wife and realizes she was not laughing. Well, I I wanna say a few things. Sure. Okay. I feel like we're a little bit sidetracked here, but mm. No. How? What do you mean? Well, because you asked me a specific question, and I feel like no, I, you did I rambled job. a long time not answering your question. No, you did a great job. That was exactly what... Yeah, that was more towards me. No, I wanted so I, to... I should have said, I, I feel like I was sidetracked. I wanted to know exactly what you thought. Here, Here's my issue. I'm, I'm in the business of living and mm-hmm. teaching forgiveness. I don't believe one moment short of murder or rape... Mm-hmm or a racist act should define a human being because we're human and we're flawed. Me like you though, we can unpack. We can unpack all that went wrong with it. And so many things went wrong. Mm -hmm. I haven't been ready to let it go until this interview with Trevor. When I saw his little apology to Chris Rock that was in a room where he looked like he was a hostage and Al Qaeda had him and he like, it was weird. Right. That video was weird. Well, Scripted. The, yeah, weird. well, exactly. The other problem I had, though, was like, he had so many opportunities after that to apologize. Oh, there was no, yeah. And he didn't apologize until no. basically he figured out there was it was an uproar, right? He could have apologized during his speech. Well, and he made excuses. He thought it would be funny to play off of... Right. The character he had played by saying, you know, the things you do for love, which offended Serena and Vizas' father, Richard. Right. Because Richard is like, oh, my God, please don't compare me to what you just did. Yeah. But then also, like, they went to a party afterwards. Oh, and people are wondering why he wasn't arrested, but... Yeah, Chris Rock also didn't press charges. But again, celebrity. Celebrity. Mm -hmm. Because they were famous. Right. Had this not been famous people... 
it didn't matter if Chris Rock said no, no, don't arrest him. He would have been arrested for the act alone. Right. But right. he's Will Smith. Right. But I don't. Trevor was just talking about how one moment. So what changed your mind? It, what changed my mind was sort of the way what Trevor got out of him. Because I expected Will to cry. Mm-hmm. I expected Will to say things like, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's horrible what I did. I expected all that. I think what, and he had flown, just to give you some background, he had been in a plane for 30 hours, touched down, and did the interview with Trevor. So you could see he was dehydrated, his face was a little puffy, mm-hmm. so he was tearing up a lot. And he kept saying, it's not tears, it's, it's the plane. But as soon as Trevor went in at him and said, I'm not making any excuses for what you did, what you did was effed up, you know, as soon as he went down that, he goes, but it's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Will began to talk about how he had, he had been, and this again, this is no excuse, but I can r- deeply relate to this. He had been sitting on multiple things and stewing on multiple things. And he said that there had been a rage building for months, maybe even a year or two mm. before that moment. And, and he kept saying, which this made me a little uncomfortable because I'm like, don't paint yourself as a martyr. But he did say, you never know what someone's going through, granted, but mm-hmm. that does not give you the right. That is exactly like saying to a husband who had been abused his entire childhood, you never know what he's going through. So when he kicked his wife in the teeth and threw her down the stairs, up, he had a bad moment. Right. No, unacceptable. I understand there was rage. I understand he was sitting on stuff. I understand there was resentment. It's just for me, the way Trevor pointed out, this isn't who you are. And I don't think it should define who you are. I, I hope I would never want my worst moments to define me. Like right. when I think about you and I in our marriage, we have had some difficult times yeah. and we've had some hard conversations and we have fought yeah. and we have said things that we regret. Imagine if I ever, you know, imagine if you saw our whole marriage based on one of my bad moments. Right, right. Now I've never hit you I and think- you've never hit me. I, yeah, and I think there. Well, I did punch you in the thigh once, but that was. That was we, I asked for that. You dared me, and that yeah. was a different situation. <laughs> but we have never been engaged in domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, there is the the, part of my brain that says yes, everybody deserves a second chance. Mm-hmm. But. Searching, searching. Yeah. His eyes are searching people. He he still walked up on stage and made the decision to slap somebody. But how long do you live <clears throat> like how with does that? that? Like how do how are you not defined by that when you are in the public eye and damn near the whole world saw it? I can't believe because he, he was on the show. Mm-hmm. He was on Trevor's show, not to talk about this. He was on the show to promote a new film. Right. And these people, this movie, Emancipation, it is a masterpiece mm-hmm. put together by stellar directors and African-American writers, and they are doing a movie mm-hmm. about the famous pit photo, the portrait of the, of the black slave sitting with his back to the camera, and his back just looks like hamburger. Mm-hmm. And this movie is about that man right. and about the journey to freedom. 
And he made a comment in the interview. He said, I just don't want the team to be held responsible. And I'm like, dude, the team knew what they were getting into when they cast you in this film. Yeah, yeah. So if they're if they are snubbed an Emmy because Will is the lead character, I'm sorry, that's on them for choosing you, bro. Right. There's plenty of African-American males that would have killed for that role. Right, right. But so I, in a sense, he's already bounced back. Oh, he's, 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 he's back. I mean... Why are we getting... We're, we're humming. We've, we've channeled some type of um, presence. Yeah, what's going on? Because our conversation got so heavy. I bet you the universe was like, I got to send him some reverb. <laughs> um, no, I'm struggling with the concept of one moment defining his entire career and perception in the public I'm struggling with that like holding right. holding him prisoner to one moment yeah I don't know I mean I've had some bad moments and I don't think we should compare I, I mean we've all had bad moments I can't say that I ever took a walk mm-hmm. down a, a runway yeah and didn't well, change my mind and you remember watching his interview on Letterman? Not it's not the letter. Not remember because on Netflix, if you have Netflix, go check it out. It was prior to this incident, it, and they advertised that it was prior to it. And I remember thinking he looks just angry, angry, angry. So yeah, you can definitely say something was building up, but like I don't know, just because you're angry at something or maybe several something, no, there's doesn't give no. You the right, I don't know, but I also think, too, look, for some reason I'm thinking about um, Michael Vick. Like, I remember I have two instances where I was watching him being interviewed and there was no, I didn't have the opportunity, like, there was no audio. One, when he was first coming to NFL and we didn't know anything bad, and I remember seeing him, just, just seeing him, and I'm like, wow, I don't like him one bit. Right? Turns out. He was, was it was a dog fighting ring. He was right? a he's a piece of shit. Right. He and and I'll, I I will say this. But then like, one incident, hell's no. This guy did this dog fighting for years. He right. murdered and tortured animals for years for money. So that defines the, him for the rest of his life. Yeah. I don't give a shit how many toys for tots. Yeah. I don't get. I don't know. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I. I'm sorry. I cannot because this was an ongoing act of right. abuse, torture, and violence. This is a moment where somebody made had a snap moment of really bad judgment. Yeah. And and acted out like this. If there was a line of times Will Smith smacked comedians in the face, mm-hmm. he's defined by this. But are we defining somebody by one moment? Is was the, was the main thing I wanted to talk to you about? I think we are. Yeah, and I guess he's going to have to deal with. I guess that's the natural consequence that he'll have to chase that. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to chase that. I mean, think about redeem it. And redeem and redeem. Let's just say, like I let's say I as a store manager of a retail establishment slap a customer. No, you're going to jail. I so I'm going to lose my job. I'm yeah. going to go to jail. You're going to jail. I have that on my record. Mm-hmm. And I probably will not get another job in a retail establishment no, ever never. again. No, never. No. So that one moment does define me. 
Yeah, and in this case, you're bringing up an interesting complex side combo here. Mm -hmm. One moment may never define him because he's Will Smith and he's a celebrity. Right. But in the real world. Right. With 15 years plus experience, that one moment would, would guarantee I would never get a retail job ever again. But then because he's not like us, it seems unfair to then say the one moment should define him because it would define our lives. I, I'm not necessarily saying that it should, but I think it is. And it will, you mean? Yeah. Meaning, oh, he'll like, never even escape thinking it. about it now, like I'm trying, like I'm hearing you and I'm seeing on your face how impacted you were by that interview. Yeah, I want you to watch it. I will. And I, I'm Trevor. struggling... I'm struggling with saying that, oh, yeah, he should get a second chance. I mean, should he be allowed to go to another award show? No, he's banned and a from comedian, the enemies. Like a comedian enemies. makes fun of him, and then he decides to slap that comedian, too, just because yeah. he was having a bad day? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. That was the other side of it, too, that people were talking about was, you know, he, he, did, something to, he did something to comedians there, too. He, he set a precedent that... If Will Smith can come up and smack a comedian, multiple comedians said they were terrified to get mm -hmm. on small stages after this because they could be bum-rushed. Right. I mean, think about the multiple comedians talking about the orange turd, you know, like... Right. They could... You talk about Trump here in Florida on a stage in an open mic night, I could be killed. Right. I could be killed if I went and did an, uh, a stand-up here about right. him. right. So, yeah, is his standard different? But again, we, it still brings me back to should one moment define a human being when it's not murder, rape, or dog abuse? I think, or? in theory, no. One moment shouldn't define us. Mm -hmm. But I think it's human no nature that, yeah, a moment is going to define us sometimes. Well, we haven't done this a lot because this podcast is, you know, kind of about the things we talk about. We haven't done this a lot. Uh -huh. I would be overjoyed to hear from people that listen. Yeah. You know, I know we're tired of kind of talking about Will Smith and, and Chris Rock. For those of you that, that did oversaturate yourselves with the press and the media and the opinions and all the comics that got on board making fun of it. But now that we're removed from it, if you can go YouTube the Trevor Noah interview, it's very recent. I can't give you a date. Mm -hmm. Watch how Trevor evokes certain things from Will. And then I would love to let us, let you know, you can get to us through Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Let Just us, Google the, the things that we tell each other. Yeah, because the podcast or has not its Google, own. but search it on Facebook. You'll find our page. Yeah, you'll find the page. Yeah. Let us know what you think about should that one moment define him. Yeah. And your thoughts just in general. Let's I'm, also not forget, though. Like, I remember thinking when he walked up on stage... This guy trained as a boxer. As a boxer. Yeah. And if you look at his feet. I forget that. His feet mm -hmm. were positioned correctly to really put a lot of weight behind that slap. And I think he decided to maybe not do what he physically could have in that moment. The rage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the but rage. But his feet and his stance, he could have put a lot of damage behind that movement well some there was a doctor that said he actually could have broke his jaw at mm -hmm. the, the the force of strike yeah in the force and the strike and then the stance he did talk about the stance also kudos to chris rock for just taking i it can't believe it and then continuing on 
I mean, like, nobody could is anybody believe. talking about that? Oh, yeah. Nobody could believe that he went on to actually speak. Mm-hmm. That he went, we don't know. He I mean, wasn't, he took that like a boss. I know. But he wasn't seen by the public for a few days. So mm-hmm. there's speculation that there was bruising. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. He has not forgiven him. And he shouldn't. Really? I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, have you forgiven me for the time I punched you in the thigh? Considering that I, I asked you to do it, yes. Okay. The back, no. Wait, when did I punch you in the back? Well, because remember, like, I... F- Maybe that was the first time. Somebody's going to... Call so services for, those, for you. <laughs> we have to explain the story. We'll now. close on this story because so it's a lot. Clydette trained to box too. For those of you who don't know, and I will often let her shadow box my hands, and my hands hurt when she's done. <laughs> and one day I decided I really like I wanted to know how hard you really punched. I wanted to feel it, but obviously I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. Yeah, it's too pretty. And then I I also I. I was like, man, or my shoulder, because if you miss my shoulder and punch me in the face, <laughs> like that's a problem. Or the neck. Yeah. So the first time, I I thought my my butt muscle <laughs> would be good, like it could absorb the impact, right? And you missed and punched me straight in the back. <laughs> but I was. St- <laughs> I remember this. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> But so then, but I, I was, didn't miss. I think you moved too. There is, I might have flinched. You're freaking. You're, in your defense. you're, you, you're the shape I, listen, of like. Because I know you punch hard, so there was there was some trepidation in this. But I really wanted to know. So then, I felt there was days went by, and when I finally got feeling back in my back, I was like, <laughs> but I didn't really experience. Like I don't really know how hard she punches. So then my brilliant brain came up with, well, then my it's got to be my thigh muscle. But I, I didn't calculate how little your fists are. <laughs> like, folks, I literally could not stand on my leg for a, a full day. It was kind of hilarious because, so yeah, all, <laughs> like he glazed over this, and I do. What did I glaze over? I, I I wanted to say, and I'm not I'm not trying to brag about this, but this is kind of cool because it did help me because when I was in Iraq, towards the end, I got a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs, mm-hmm. and I was separated from the chaplain um because i think the army thought i was gonna harm him because he was so evil and i was assigned to another unit and i was living separate from my unit and i met a bunch of marines yeah and the marines were disgusting to me at first yeah vulgar disgusting women are only good for one thing but then once they got to know me mainly because of sense of humor they brought me under their wing and when they stopped trying to sleep with me they wanted to know if I wanted to be taught how to box. So I did train with actual mm-hmm. box, yeah. you know, people that box for a living. And I I really enjoyed that. And it, it saved my life in Iraq because, like, when, when I was really getting towards the end, I was really very much messed up. It gave me an outlet. But so I punched you in the thigh, and your thigh was numb for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it let you know. It yeah. let you know that, like... Yeah, you punch and, hard. And, and the funniest was I had a black eye once in our during our marriage. I forget how I got it. I forget what I did, but I remember going to work, and people that didn't know you, 
they were oh, trying. Yeah. yeah, they were trying to do this. How did you get a black I eye? I forget, but I remember I got a black eye, and I had many black eyes in Kuwait. I just covered them with foundation yeah. because my the this. But the, I remember saying like, "You got the black eye." Yeah, I got. Black and, I was, eye. and we were both like, "Uh oh." Uh oh. People are going to think that. But then anybody who knew you. us. Yeah, knew that. Right. Anybody who I wouldn't knew be us. alive. And the funniest but, thing was, I go to work where they didn't know you, yeah. and they were like. Do we need to have a talk? Like, are you in a safe environment? Are you a safe? Are you safe? And I'm not making fun of that conversation, but that is how she talked. Yeah. Just like, I just need to know, are you, is your husband harming you? And I laughed so hard. I said, you mean this? And I pointed to my eye. I said, let me explain something to you. If this came from my husband, I would not be standing here right now. I would be arrested. Yeah. So I assure you, my husband not punched me in the eye hole. What did happen, though? I believe, if I'm not, I just had a flashback. Yeah. I thought, didn't I open a cabinet and it came it came faster than I was prepared and it got me right where it bruises oh, easily, yeah. right in the, the orbital lobe right there, man. Yep. And it just exploded into a bruise. like it, And it was fireworks. It yeah. was like Katy Perry's fireworks. It was like yellow, blue, yeah, purple. Yeah, it was pretty brutal looking. And it wasn't... It was worse looking than the real black eyes I got getting punched in the face by male Marines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the moral to this podcast yeah. is decorate for Christmas. Decorate for Christmas. Don't punch each other. Yep, don't punch each other. We hope Will Smith has good holidays and is uh, yeah. not defined by I do. Yeah. And vote for Trevor Noah. These are, <laughs> these are the fine points of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. you're welcome. And make sure you lock up your turkey. Lock up your turkey. And if your husband doesn't buy the lock, you have every right to go off on him in front of your in-laws, <laughs> as I did. So passionately. Yeah. But we will take topics if you guys want to send them. But yeah. I want to know what people think about the watch the Trevor Noah and the Will Smith. Right. And then um, we have some ideas for some upcoming episodes uh, concerning the things we tell each other. Mm. But happy, late, pointless day Thanksgiving. Hate the day. Don't know why we have it. Excited about our holiday extraordinaire home. And we've got some more adventures to tell the people about because we're going to do some, we're going to do some Florida Christmas stuff that, you know, normally we'd be in winter coats, hot chocolate, right. cutting down the tree. I we're, feel like we should go ice skating in our shorts. I don't want to ice skate, but I will go with you to the place that you're talking about because it's decorated for Christmas. Mm -hmm. But I'm not putting myself on two tiny blades <laughs> and hoping I don't get killed because uh -huh. that's not fun for me. Like, Why would you get killed? Because I will fall and I will mortally wound myself. There is no doubt. Just stay next to the wall. No. It, that, that, I, I tried that with roller skating and I ended up almost fracturing half my half my back so mm. no and and we know the shape i'm in with my neck and back injuries that's it's valid. one fall and i'm that's valid. seriously you're pushing me around in a wheelchair all right i would gladly do that i know you would i know you, you can't buy a bike lock but you would gladly push me around in a wheelchair too <laughs> well, much too much that. trouble to buy a bike lock but people he's gonna take care of me from a paraplegic this guy anyway rude, rude. that was a really sweet gesture it I was thought. a sweet gesture and i love you and you are adorable in your parrot, your parrot um, Magnum PI shirt that you're wearing. 
But happy holidays, my love. It's, you're forgetting. It, I feel like you're getting ready to close this out, but we, we're forgetting. You're forgetting a segment. Yeah, I. Here's what I'm grateful for: the fact that as soon as we close this, I can put food in my mouth because oh. I am famished. Okay. And you want to talk about what I'm grateful for? Okay. So you're grateful for the food I'm that we're about for, to order. About to. I'm about to tear something up. I don't know, and I'll get about three bites in, and I'll be done. But yeah. that's not the point. I'm grateful that I haven't killed someone yet because I'm beyond hangry. <laughs> I'm like punch you in the thigh twice. All right. Well, hungry. Then, folks, I'm going to be very grateful for the food we're getting to. <laughs> <laughs> we are grateful for food. 